Hello and welcome to another edition of Video Games to the Max. I am your host, Sean Garman. Here with me as always, Mr. Mark Morrison. Howdy. And well, there is a lot to talk about as fresh, hot off the press. Um, right before, now, not earlier today, we got the price for the PlayStation VR 2. And we'll talk about if it's too high or just the right price or whatever the launch lineup of games we'll we'll get into some stuff with uh ps plus and xbox game pass as far as the downtrend there and we'll get into some other things that have been going on in the news as well henry cavill has now left the witcher series and a lot more right after this <music> You are listening to Video Games to the Max. All right, well, let's go ahead and get this out of the way with the housekeeping here. If this is your uh, first time listening or 100th time, we always appreciate you. And, of course, you can go watch us live right now on the YouTube, uh, WT Network on YouTube, WT Network on Twitch. You can go WT Network on Twitter. Uh, I'm at WTM Sean. You can go... Follow Mark at Humanity Plague on Twitter as well. And you can uh, go watch the slab on the Facebook page as well, though, to network there. So either way, we're there live. We're there on demand as well on YouTube or anywhere else that you have those videos. And also on the podcasts, uh, sometimes not always out right after like the video version is, but uh, try to get it as close as possible. You can listen to that anywhere that there are podcasts on your favorite podcatcher of choice. So whether that's Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon, uh, Podcast Addict, which is what I use, or any other of those services, we're on there. So, um, you know, hit subscribe. You get anytime we do a show. And if you, uh, you know, like it and like what you hear or watch, hit like, hit follow, uh, go review on your favorite podcatcher. And of course, if you go subscribe to the whole WTO network, you get everything we do, which we debuted a new uh, MMA show, MMA for Marks with Ethan from the Tata Keiki, which is the anime show. Uh, him and his pal Andy uh, did a pretty good job on the first episode. So they have two out there now. Uh, you can go catch that. Of course, Tata Keiki as well, doing everything anime. And of course, Mark and his band of merry folks on Rattlesnake Broadcasting. Uh, doing the movie reviews, metal music, and all that good stuff. So, you know, they if you if you subscribe to the network, you get all that stuff, not just what we do here. So, moving on, I guess we might as well start with the big news of the day, Mark. PlayStation VR 2 finally get the release date and the price. The release date is... February 22nd, 2023, so not too long into next year, but also smack dab in the time where there's going to be a lot of games coming out as well in that January, February window, which seems to be the the big window now after. You don't really get a rest after the holidays. We're just going to smash everything there at the beginning of uh, that winter season as well. And then the price, 549 smackaroos is what it's going to cost you. Um, of course, if you don't have a PlayStation 5 and you get a PlayStation 5 and this, we're looking close to uh, over a thousand, uh, 1050, and then you can get the bundle with Horizon Call of the Mountain 
which would be up to $1,100, $600 as well. So, of course, the difference here being that when the PlayStation VR 1 came out, if you didn't get it at launch, they did not include controllers because most people had, well, not most. I would say some people had move controllers if you had the the move stuff, the move wands, because those were the controllers if you didn't want to use a PSVR, you know, your, your PlayStation controller at the time. And uh, I did not include the camera. So the camera you had to buy separately. Of course, when you and I bought the PSVR one, it was later uh, as part of a Black Friday sale with uh, Moss and uh, Astrobot. And that did include the camera, I think, for 250 So, of course, that was, again, much later. So this is at launch, including everything, the controller, the camera, uh, the headphones, all that stuff. Do you think this price is fair, costing more than a PS5 itself? At least in even talking about some of the other regions where the PS5 price increased, or do you think it's right considering where the VR market is? No, it's too much. Uh, I mean, you can get an Oculus Quest Two for you know that price or cheaper, you know, and that's that's wireless. <laughs> Yeah, that is true. This is a tethered machine, even though it only has one cable compared to the various cables of the PSVR one had. This is a still a tethered machine, and that is going to. That's what I mean. It, I talked yeah. to Gens about it, and that's what turned him off. Like he said, if it was wireless, that's a different story, but it's not. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't have the setup really to to even do this in the first place, like room wise. So I don't I don't fault him for that, but I don't think most people do. Uh, yeah, I no longer have that. I I did at one point. Now I do not. So right. Um, I mean, even like mine, like the, I have the Oculus Quest One. That's wireless, but I can't really use it in my living room. Like if I'm if I was ever going to use it, I just use it outside. Which is right. really goofy if you think about it. But that's only so like, you don't have enough space in your living room, or you could make space, but I mean, I could, but I might step on the cat, or you know, I have like a a coffee table, and you know, right. You would just, definitely I, have to. Move everything yeah. out of the way if you're going to use right. it. So, yeah, it costs you more than the system itself is, like, hilarious. Yeah, I mean, they're obviously looking at this as a premium product. Um, you can also buy a VR2 Sense controller charging station for $50 that allows you to charge the uh, controllers and even your, I think, even your PS5. Uh, yeah, the PS5 VR2 Sense controller uh, without having to use the USBs on the system. So I guess if you really need to free up your USBs on the system, you can spend another $50 and buy that. So it'd be a total of 650 if you want to buy everything. Uh, I mean, obviously, look, there's some great specs in this thing. There's, uh, you know, a refresh rate of up to 120. You get an OLED screen. Um, the lenses can separate and are adjustable. Um, it has a lot of the motion sensing. It has four cameras in it with the headset and control tracking. Um, it is a USB type C device. It has the built in microphone. So, and then it has the special controllers that, you know, again, PSVR one was using the freaking move ones. Uh, if you wanted to use those, uh, I mean, and you had to use them for some of the games like Beat Saber, for example. So having their own controllers uh, is a definitely a plus. I mean, yeah. Yeah. But all the stuff you just listed, you know what it doesn't have is a good launch lineup. <laughs> yeah, uh, and to be fair, most of the launch games are also 
playable on other things. I mean, you know, nine out of eleven is not. That's not a good batting average. <laughs> yeah. So the only things that are exclusive are the Call of the Mountain, uh, right? And what uh, the Village VR? No, no, the Dark Picture Switchback. And okay, Cost Switchback Player, VR. Right. Squad. Okay, so that's three, two. I don't think Call of the Mountain is. Uh... No, Call of the Mountain's exclusive. That's a Horizon. That's oh. that's a PS. That's a an that's IP. Not launched, there. <laughs> that is launched. It's launching with the system. Oh. It's a bundle with a system, yeah. So and it's supposedly a story mode that lasts about seven hours. That so, sounds awful. You know, it's not one of those like uh I think we were thinking it was gonna be like the Batman game that you kind of just got to be in that world, but it wasn't really a game per se. I mean I, so I don't think VR yeah. is like great for like long games, personally. Well, and I, I mean it's definitely not. It, it hasn't been proven that people want to see it. If you're going to play what would be considered a long game, you would have to play that in a lot of different spurts. Right. So, you know, it's not something that you're going to just be like, oh, let me sit in this for even five hours at a time. I mean, I think this is something that you play like every couple of hours. Yeah. I mean, I think my like longest Oculus Quest one is like maybe like hour and a half. Hour and a half. Okay. And that's like the battery wasn't dead. I'm, you know, I'm just tired of wearing the stupid helmet. You know, yeah. I, I mean, like, what do you think would have been a fair price for this? Then, I mean, at max, I would say five hundred, like the the cost of the console. But above it, even if it's only, I mean, it's a nominal amount. It's only fifty bucks, but still, like, factor in taxes, that's probably at least another fifty, at least in my state. You know, forget it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's to me, it's uh, I just I don't even know how somebody didn't think like, oh, maybe we should stop at five hundred and not charge more than what the system is. I mean, uh, hey, it might have all the technology in the world, but if people can't afford it, that's a problem, or most people, and then also, most people don't care. Yeah, I think that's the number one thing is maybe that's what made. Sony say, okay, well, we can put it at that price because this is for the hardcore folks and the VR lovers. It's not for everybody. But so if how you really want to experience it? I mean, to me, this this is like smacks of like Connect Two because Connect One was a a pretty big success in the grand scheme of things. But no one cared when Connect Two was out, and even though it was packed with the with the console. No well, cares. I think it's different because Connect Two had the bad rap of being forced sure, on you. But I don't think PSVR One like left a great taste in a lot of people's mouths. And hey, this thing might be great from a tech perspective, but it has like little to no actual games that you couldn't get anywhere else. And you know, it's too much. Yeah, I mean, I think the the thing is that, like you're saying, it has good tech, but I think until you really see a game that makes you go, oh, man, I want this. Right now, it's just kind of like, well, if you guys love tech and you want to spend the money for the tech, then go for it. But I mean, I think like yeah. a, if someone's like, oh, I want to get like, you know, a hardcore gamer or a VR enthusiast, they'd probably get save the money, get that uh, the new MetaQuest thing. 
So do you not need a good PC to play the... No, it's all, it's the, still all self-contained. Yeah. It helps, let's say that, because, I mean, with that, you can plug into Steam VR, and then that obviously helps. But even that's like, you can... There are ways to get around that if you have a good, a good enough computer, actually. But, yeah, the, the, the Oculus Quest environment is good enough, or, like, the storefront and everything, you know? So, like, I've seen a lot of people comparing it to the Valve Index, right? Because you have to have a PC to run that. Right. Do you think that that's fair to say, okay, we should be comparing it to something like that instead of saying, oh, well, we we're comparing it to the Oculus Quest 2, which is like, you know, or an, an Oculus Quest that's contained. I mean, I guess, but also the uh, the Valve Index, that's pretty old. That's at least, I think, two or three years old now. And like when that, when that thing launched, it was geared really exclusively as like the enthusiast market. Like, they are, I imagine Sony is going to try to much more appeal to, like, the mass market with this thing. And I, for that price, I just don't see it. Especially with, like, how, you know, still limited PS5s are to buy. Yeah, I mean, we've definitely been seeing them a lot more. I mean, I've yeah, seen them, I've seen them at used game stores. Like, I was at a store a few days ago, and they actually had, like, three for sale, and I was really shocked. And, like, a guy was bringing in another one to sell. But... I have yet to see one still, like, new for sale from, like, Walmart or, you know, GameStop or something, you know, Best Buy or something. Right. So. Uh, I mean, I have seen them in Walmarts in pictures of. Where, so, so of I've people seen them in pictures, yeah. but, like, that's not yeah. my experience or, you know, I don't care where. Like, yes, I'm sure there's some Walmart in Alabama that has 50 of them, but that doesn't. Interest, you know, that doesn't impact me at all, you know? Right. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, we both already have. PlayStation Five, so but part still, of the I, yeah. I mean, it's not all the time, but I've seen plenty of Xboxes for sale. Oh yeah, definitely, especially the Series S. You can walk yeah. in and see that anywhere. I mean, it helps when that's also the least wanted uh, system as well. well I've seen, uh, yeah, I've seen, I've seen, seen both though. So I mean, I wasn't, huh? yeah, but I, I just think like them launching this thing in you know four or three months is like crazy. I mean, they did announce it a while ago now, so it's not like it's too unexpected. I mean, they sure. I mean, it, it's been rumored for years, but I just mean like just the the market penetration is just not like when they announced PS when they launched PSVR, like the PlayStation had been out for at least three years. This is like right. barely two, <laughs> and still incredibly hard to find. <laughs> yeah, this is the thing that. I think overall, many of the people that love PSVR will point to it did. It does have some good games. You know, it does have games that are worth playing. Uh, will it get that support, though? Because this is an expensive thing. I mean, and also, even though it's playing with, you know, it's playing well with the PC market in that, oh, yeah, let's bring over stuff that's for the Oculus. Let's bring over, uh, let's allow some of this stuff to be on Oculus as well. We're not sitting there and being like, oh, everything that you make for us has to be exclusive. Um, they're kind of playing nice. And so that kind of allows for a broader lineup to come to the system quicker. Yeah, but you know what they're not doing is allowing you to disconnect it to a computer. Has that been confirmed that you can't connect it to the computer? I mean... I'm 100% sure. I mean, no, but they're not, not going to say that. Or, you know... Yeah, I mean, this is something that if I had the ability where I live, I would be kind of considering it. 
but I at mean, a lower price. At why? Because like, why wouldn't you just get a Quest Two? Because I already have a PS Five. I mean, I, part of the but what I have, yeah. Y- yes, you do, but like graphical fidelity doesn't mean a ton in a VR game. Well, I and agree out- with you. It's not about the graphical fidelity. It's about being able to maybe there's experiences that you only get on the PSVR that won't come to the other things because it's a uh, yes, know. but think about how many more experiences are in the Quest Two that will never come to the this thing or you know the VR Two, right? That I mean, it's also two hundred dollars cheaper. No, okay, I'm I'm saying when this thing eventually goes on a sale, I'm not talk, I'm not buying that for five hundred forty nine dollars. You crazy? I could yeah. buy you know. A lot of other stuff for that money. So, um, no, it, I think that's where a lot of people's kind of thought process is right now with this. Is uh, In fact, I did a poll uh, on Twitter here before uh, earlier today when this kind of had come out. Uh, it's, yeah, it's like all over the board. I mean, it's only technically there's 15 hours left in this thing and I have 20 votes and it's sort of all over the place. You have a quarter of the people saying yes, and yes, I'm going to buy it at launch or try to buy it at launch. Yes, but I'm not buying it right now at the launch price. Uh, or yes, I think the price is fair, but I'm not buying it right now. No, I don't think the price is fair, but I might buy it on a sale. And then the over the majority is no, I don't think the price is fair, and no, I'm not buying it. So, and that seemed to be a large portion of when I saw polls like this and other people's uh, Twitters and all that was a large majority seemed to be, no, I don't think the price is right. And no, I'm not buying it. Yeah. Um, I I think this is a niche within a niche. I think we will see this price come down quickly or they're going to start doing some kind of sale with a bundle to make it seem like it's cheaper. You know, that, that call the mountain yeah, uh, bundle be, might come down itself. Yeah. It'll, it'll only be $1,000. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. I mean, the, th- the thing is when you already kind of shell shock people with the, the price increase of the system, and then you come out with this, I think it's like, well, I hope this means that, especially if you're going to do the ordering through, and this is something I haven't touched on yet. In most regions, you're only going to be able to order through PS Direct, through the PlayStation Online Store. You need to actually go register now if you want to get the launch edition of it. It's smart by Sony, uh, number one. I think a lot of retailers probably are not going to want to stock it with the price. And then number two, uh, it it prevents scammers, right? Uh, the best thing Sony's been able to do is do this like invite only thing. It doesn't mean that you don't get scammers still, but it has been their one combatant that they've been able to successfully improve with the with this is to be able to use the PS Direct. So uh, I'm sure that more will come out as time goes on. We might get more of an explanation as to why from Sony themselves on the price, but right now that's what it is. $529. What do you think? Do you think it's fair? Uh, do you think it's right or do you think it's too much? You know, let us know in the comments or however you want to get in contact. Just let us know. But and keep voting on that poll. Still got a lot of time, even after you're if you're watching this on the man later. So and that's on my on my Twitter at WTM Sean. You can go find the poll and vote vote in it. So 
that being said, let's move on from the VR talk here. We're still staying on the PlayStation uh, side of things, putting in a little bit of Xbox as well. Uh, two things here. So Phil Spencer did a interview with the Wall Street Journal where he talked about the big elephant in the room that we've been talking about for seems like forever, where he says that they intend to continue to ship Call of Duty on PlayStation. As long as there's a PlayStation out there to ship to, we will be putting Call of Duty on it. I see it like Minecraft, where I want it to be on anything. And he even mentions trying to put it on the Switch. We are not I taking mean, Call of Duty from PlayStation. That's not our intent. Put it in writing, and then we'll, we'll go from there. <laughs> well, right now, they don't have to do that because they need to make sure it's going to pass uh, I, I think, in the CMA. So I think, I mean, if his statement is true, good for him or good for good for Call of Duty, but I don't think putting it on the Switch is a great plan. <laughs> yeah, I would think that you definitely need to have a Switch to at that point to even think about running for it. Like, uh, one game and then the the game moves past it and then Nintendo's yeah. fucked again. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you definitely it's probably gonna be a cloud version if they're gonna do that. Or how, hey, they have the mobile versions of Call of Duty. Just put that on the Switch. Yeah, they, they could do that <laughs> as well. Yeah, you wouldn't get the full uh, version of Call of Duty. You'll get like a it would be like FIFA, right? You'll get like a bastardized version of it. Yeah, uh, it probably more akin to the PS4 Xbox One version than it would be the the actual version you'll get on the other. Oh, I, I, I doubt that even. Yeah. But <laughs> I mean, we've seen that where Switch with some other games, they've gotten that version and because yeah. that's what it can sort of handle, uh, if at all. So, yeah, it, you know, pushing on to that as well. He did mention that PC Game Pass, or, or this is in the financial report, PC Game Pass grew 159%, uh, whereas the console version of Game Pass has actually seen like a downtrend. Like Phil mentioned that it's kind of stagnating at this yeah. point on console. He, uh, he also mentioned, I mean, I didn't put this in the document, but like th- that it's been too long since the Xbox has had like a, like a breakout game or like a, a big game. Well, yeah, since Halo, they haven't and really had anything. You, even that wasn't, <laughs> I mean, I mean, it wasn't... was a breakout when it first came out. Yeah, and then people then they started having the problems with the multiplayer issues and all that. So, but I, I mean, I think that's a part. That's a part of Game Pass's stagnation. Is like, right? What What is it? What does Xbox have this this Christmas or this holiday? Like grounded? Like yeah, the they have Pentiment, and that's it. Uh, and, and that's hey, a small game. Yeah, no offense to Pentiment. I, I mean, it might be fine. It might be great. It's Obsidian, like, so it might that, actually that's be really not a good. system seller yeah. at all. Like, <laughs> no, it's not. But I mean, it's not a it's not a big game. I don't think you're going to get people subscribing to Game Pass because right. oh, I want to play Pentiment. You know, mm-hmm. um, you're going to get people that, oh, hey, I'm already in Game Pass. I've heard about Pentiment. You know, you might get like word of mouth with people that have already played it, and then they go tell their friends, hey, let's go. You might want to go play this. You subscribe to Game Pass for a month for that or something. But you're not going to get anybody that doesn't pay attention to gaming to go play Pentiment for that. So really next year, and that's what he was talking about was, okay, we really got to, this 2023 lineup has to come out and it has to be a hit. Like, so Starfield's probably going to be in the fall. What do you got 
between then? What Forza, Forza Motorsport Eight, and then you gotta have something else. I mean, look, uh, the car enthusiasts—they've been able to get some great stuff with Horizon. Uh, was it five? And you know, whenever Forza Motorsport comes out, but you gotta have something. I think for the b- before Starfield, you gotta have something else. Uh, yeah. So they really uh, well. We know Redfall is coming whenever that is, and that looks good. I mean, I've I like the latest trailer that they showed. So there's three big hits coming there, but I think also part of it is number they made these third party deals. So we had a lot of third party games that got delayed in 2023. If most of those games are hitting release dates, then I think you have a good chance of it being a better year for that, and. Not not just Xbox, PlayStation Plus also saw some stagnation with their subscribers. Two million subscribers lost uh, for PlayStation Plus. Uh, they attributed it to people went outside. <laughs> yeah, which is like hilarious. <laughs> so I, I would I attribute mean, it to yeah. like the at least the top level uh, PS Plus sucks. Yeah, I am definitely downgrading whenever that comes up in March or whatever because premium has been an absolute joke yeah uh for the most part and uh I mean also to be fair I'm not the use case for this because I've played most of those games or I had a PS3 and played most of those games so until they really start adding like the PS1 or or PS2 that's, games I mean, that, like, that's, yeah. That's the thing is that they haven't, and like all, yeah, the games that they were already on, they were just from like PS Now, right, you know, back in the day. Like they haven't put any new games on there. Yeah, and we got to remember that PS3 stuff streaming only, so that also takes out some of the people that can play those games because not everybody can play things that are streaming. Yeah. So, you know, that's a a thing that's important is people should think about that before you just you know. But this whole thing about Oh, people went outside, so that's why. Uh, look, I mean, I, I'll I'm give sure there's some truth to that because yeah, you know, no, I, I do think that that's true. Yeah. Uh, there are people that when they had when COVID was keeping us all locked inside, went and got subscriptions to a lot of this stuff, and now that they know that they're gonna go back to their normal lives, they're not gonna. There's no need for them to have. Uh, a subscription to an online multiplayer thing that they're not going to use. And then maybe they've seen some of the games and go, uh, you know, I don't think I really need this. Yeah. And you unsubscribe. I don't think it has anything to do with the fact that some games are coming to PC. As I've seen some people mention that's ludicrous. Well, also, uh, it's not like it seems like with every one of their PC releases, no one cares. <laughs> or I mean, it's well, less. no, people do care. God of War was big. Yeah, I, I think uh, I think Uncharted I mean, suffered from the fact that, well, you don't have the first three games, so why am I going to start at Uncharted Four? Well, it's Uncharted, yeah. and then also the Sackboy thing. Yeah, Sackboy. I mean, I still think platformers are. That's not the big graphical showcase game that I want to have on my my PC. That's a that's more of a let's be honest, it's more of a child's game. So. It's a mascot game. Like you're not. Most kids are not using the PC. So I also don't uh, think like when yeah. it comes out, Returnal will be like huge. Oh, I do think Returnal will 
will do well. I think it'll do better than Uncharted and. and I think it'll Sackboy. do better than Sackboy for sure, but yeah, Uncharted is kind of where I would draw the line. <laughs> I just think if you, maybe if you had released all the games one to four together and put them on PC, you might have a bigger chunk of the pie there. But because you're releasing the last two, and there is actually story correlation. There's people going, oh, well, I'm going to wait yeah. till eventually they put. I, I think the big test will be having Miles Morales come out three days after your big game of the, the year, God of War, Ragnarok coming out. How well does that game do? Yeah. After we saw Spider-Man do pretty well, does Miles Morales do just as well when people have another game to play? Obviously, the PC folks don't, you know, still. It's something worth noting because you did already get the other Spider-Man game. Will there be enough appetite to play Miles Morales now as well? So that's a an interesting one to look at, I think. But I think to be fair, also PlayStation Plus uh, suffers from. I think they do they do need to give you something that's worth it on launch day for something, even if it's something like Stray. Do more of these deals where you get at least a like big indie game that comes like because I feel like, look, there's something to be said for you don't want to have day and date with your big games or whatever that like Microsoft does. But, you know, to totally cheap out and not have anything to me kind of seems like you're just setting the bar so low that you don't. This is kind of just an afterthought for you. And when they come out and go, oh, we lost two million subscribers, I don't know if they really care that much. Uh, would they even care if they lost like 10 million, honestly? Because I don't really think that they have tried to honestly compete at all if they're trying to compete with Game Pass because they really haven't done much as far as that goes. Uh, speaking of PS, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say, like, it'd be nice if they had better deals, like on launch day. But yeah. I thought of you earlier today because I saw like PS, uh, PS Now had or the PlayStation Store had their like November sale, and yeah, it's like okay, a P a PS Plus uh, version of Tiny Tina's Wonderlands for PS4 is thirty six bucks down from sixty. Yeah, that's not bad. The physical version which you can get from Amazon is twenty. And it's like, huh? Really making me think there. <laughs> yeah, it's like, which would I rather have? <laughs> yeah, do I pay the sixteen dollars just to keep everything digital, or, uh, you know, that's the thing. And at least you're, uh, if you're subscribed to PS Plus right now, uh, you'll get to go download Neo Two, the um, game that broke ends. <laughs> yeah, the game that broke ends. I think Neo One had already been on PlayStation Plus before. Yeah. Uh, so if you got that through there, now you can go and get uh, Neo One. So that's a positive uh, there. And you'll also get to get Heavenly Bodies, uh, which I think is a more multiplayer focus. And then Lego Harry Potter, the the whole collection there, which, you know, those Lego games are fun. So as has been showcased by Skywalker, the, the Skywalker Saga games that have continued to be one of the top sellers this year. So there's something to be said for that. Anything of interest there for you? I mean, uh, I mean, I might give Neo two a shot if he actually wants to try. And I mean, hey, it'd be great to play that Lego game with online multiplayer, but doesn't have it. So uh, that's 
None of those other games have it. I think like one of them did, like the 360 one did, but that was it. Is it really about like protecting the kids or whatever? Is that what they're? They they claim that. I I think they're just lazy. Uh, Damn that! I just don't get this whole like let me protect the kids thing because. Kids are gonna well, hey, find a way to play online regardless. Your, you know, if that if that's really the case, and putting your birth like have a have a system where it's like putting your birthday, you know. Yeah. I mean, hey, kids alive, who cares? You know. I mean, also if like the parents are letting them. Yeah. That's on them as well, right? I mean. I mean, you know, if you have a daughter, like, right? Would does she ever invite her friends over to play a game, or you know, would do you ever see that ever, ever actually happening? Like if you could do it online, yeah, because she loves she's in Discord all the time. Well, that's what I mean. Like, yeah, online, yes, but I mean, like inviting her, like her inviting like a friend to the the house and like playing a game together. Like, no, No, because it's getting more and more. (laughs) Unless you, let's be honest, folks. Like, we've all become so digital that people have just gotten used to. You hang out through a video screen. You hang out through a screen, like that's why this uh, golden eye uh, port is not going to go well. <laughs> well, on Xbox, but yeah. on Switch, no, can, on both, yeah. it won't go well for different reasons. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think people are going to realize quickly that that game does not hold up well. <laughs> you know, uh, at least the multiplayer side. So there's that. Um, yeah, it's it's interesting that we hopefully so. The Skywalker one does not have multiplayer. Nope. Either. I think it was like wow. Lego Batman one had like online multiplayer, and that was it. Or maybe like the second one. It was like one of those, but that was it. Yeah, and they probably was... don't want to deal with like people that want to cheat and all that. And but you know, you can literally buy cheats in the game. Like who cares? You know, it's yeah. That's the whole point of the game is to get like the multi. You know, find all the hidden bricks and right become exactly. invincible and have like a huge like bolt multiplier and all this other crap. Like it's just it. It just seems incredibly lazy to me personally. Like, yeah, it does suck for sure. It le- lessens some of the the fun that could be had. Or also thinking about like when parents have to go, like just like Minecraft, like when parents have to go out for work or something. You know, yeah, they could be playing the game with their kid. Right, that's true, and they can't do that because yeah, that's. Uh... Moving on from that, just before we get out of this um, whole thing, talking about Xbox, because this there is a rumor going around that part of the reason, which is hilarious, because one of our final news topics on a couple of shows ago was us talking about uh, the Square Enix Montreal getting renamed Anoma. Yeah. And then all of a sudden now, uh, Embracer Group has closed the studio um and they've been offered roles at idos montreal um so they've now confirmed that about 200 jobs will be affected which really sucks uh that people have already lost their jobs that quickly after a acquisition has been made to be fair microsoft also pretty much right after we did the show last week uh announced that they were doing some layoffs which did affect some xbox studios folks as well uh, so layoffs were happening all over. Um, but even then, the big rumor going around is that apparently whoever got put in from Anoma to Idos Montreal and Idos Montreal itself will be wind up helping 
Xbox on Fable. Yeah, so that, that's not surprising. <laughs> Crystal Dynamics, if you you know don't remember or don't know, they're helping that studio with Perfect Dark. So now you'd have another former Square Enix Western studio helping with another Microsoft game in Fable. So that's two pretty big third-party studios. And that also is leading a lot of people to the rumor that Microsoft is just waiting for this acquisition to go through with Activision Blizzard King for them to announce that they have acquired Crystal Dynamics and I just want you all from Embracer. I doubt that. I mean, they may want it, but I think Embracer sees value in having like Tomb Raider for sale or, you know, having that franchise. Yeah. I Could it possibly be that Microsoft just gets those studios without the IPs? No, especially not Crystal Dynamics. Yeah. And, you know, Idos Montreal is supposed to be making Deus Ex. Right. And that's, exactly. that's not a flagship property or franchise, but it's done good work in the past. No, it's still a pretty good uh, property. It does pretty well. Besides, Embracer doesn't lose companies. They, they embrace them. <laughs> em- Embracer does buy Microsoft instead. Flip the script. <laughs> uh, I doubt that would happen, but I mean... <laughs> or buy the Xbox division anyway. It, it is interesting that like they just closed down this studio. They just gave a new name to and everything. Like It's just... Well, it's a mobile centric studio. Yeah. Uh, that they don't, Embracer doesn't really make mobile games. And also, right. I, mean, I mean, to be fair, they don't really make that many new games. Well, <laughs> I hate to say it, I hate to say it, but like, I, I lay the feet of this at like, or lay the blame of this at the feet of like Saints Row. Yeah. I mean, Saints Row continues to sell well, uh, despite but, the terrible critical. Yeah, reviews. but yeah, but not yeah. as well as the other ones. <laughs> yeah. Like, I feel like Embracer really needs like a triple A launch or like a game, you know, and they've yet to have that. Yeah. And you got to wonder how long their, you know, financial runway is before they get like a few good hits under, the, under their belt. Yeah. They're definitely going to have to start getting hits. So yeah, I, um, I, I look at this as like them kind of tightening their belt a little or, you know, them kind of going like, we need to close studios that, you know, aren't going to do us a ton of good. Like they were like buying like, Esports, uh, co- like not companies, but like apparel companies. Like that was like one of the acquisitions. Where the fuck are you right. buying this this company? Yeah, you they know? bought um, Limited Run. Well, I see that. Yeah. I see that as like a, a, a very yeah. worthwhile purchase, actually, because Limited Run sells a bunch of shit. But they yeah. bought like a sound com- like a sound company, and it's like, yeah, okay, I guess. But like, how? M- what is this going to add to your bottom line? Like. Yeah, they're gonna have to start making a lot from that Lord of the Rings IP. Yeah, having that. So we had to wonder if yeah. that if that uh, Gollum game is under that deal or not. It probably is now. They probably get something out of it, but I mean that Gollum game's not gonna sell right that well. I mean, or, I could definitely see good. them doing yeah, probably both. Um, I don't like to, to like downplay games before they've come out or anything but you know it it has not looked good so far in what we've seen of it i think mostly you're we're probably going to see them try to remake those older 
uh, Lord of the Rings games, I don't know how much blessing they would have to have from EA or that's the problem is EA yeah. made them all or you know, they don't they didn't make yeah. Shadow of War, Shadow of Mordor. I mean that was WB. Yeah, like does WB have to give them anything to have that or is that part of the what they bought as well? I mean Or they may have to com- commission like embrace or not I mean they may have to commission uh oh, what's EA. the name of that company? Not well not no uh uh, monolith. That was it. Can right, I make well, another one? <laughs> I, I like, definitely see them like trying to remake that because that's <laughs> that's their bread and butter, right? For the most part, is they like to remake stuff, right? So but, I mean, that game was great when it came out eight years ago. Yep. Don't get me wrong, but I don't think it's gonna. I don't think it would particularly hold up well now. Yeah, no I mean, it still it has the the Nemesis system, which you know we found out that Warner Brothers like patented that or. And yeah, no other game so, ever used it. So, I mean, it does have that unique system going for it that maybe would help get gain interest. But like you said, that sequel wasn't anywhere near as well received. Right. So I should know I reviewed it. <laughs> yeah, yes, you did. I remember that. Uh, so, yeah, I think they're in kind of a tough position. I think they, I think they grew too big too fast and they didn't have enough. Mm-hmm good game under yeah. the belt to support it, you know? They're in a ton of debt as well, so they gotta do something to get some of that back. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was funny yeah. when they were putting out, like, oh, uh, Darksiders 3, like, limited editions. Like the $400 yes. limited edition. Yep. It's like, you guys are fucking crazy. Like, first of all, it's a very unknown quantity if this game's ever gonna be good, and it wasn't. And then also, like, Darksiders is not good enough. I mean, maybe like a hundred fifty dollar one, right? But not, they, did, they actually right. did do that too. But right. like some four hundred dollar, you know, two foot long collector's edition. It's like you guys are nuts. Like no, yeah, no, that's it's still that's one of those. Sell, one of my, and my local Best Buy. Yep, I want to see if somebody's ever going to buy that. Well, it's like the PC version too. It's like you should. You guys should just like raffle this off, or you know, like <laughs> you know, give it away for free to clear up the shelf space. Like, come on, right? Like if you even if I wonder if the code for that is still good or not. Yeah. That would be funny if you buy that and it's like, oh I'm sorry, this is expired now. Yeah, code code is invalid, expired like two years ago. But like, hey, you can't return this. So yeah. you're stuck with the game that you can't play. By the I, way. I just feel Embracer makes a lot of weird bets on stuff that like mm-hmm. no rational person would. And then, you know, you've got them having to deal with the uh, thing the bad news from the Star Wars Nights of the Republic delay yeah, that, that right. too. When they they were like, oh, "We're gonna put it, put out in eight months," and the developers were like, "What we are?" <laughs> like, no, we're not. Wait, wait, wait a minute, no, <laughs> no, we're not. We don't have any uh, really a, a lot of experience making this kind of a big game like that. So, no. And then they're like, "Oh, we're gonna put it out three years from now." It's like, yeah, it sounds more accurate. <laughs> yeah, even though Disney's pissed about it, but <laughs> that's not good either. Yeah. So. Yeah, um, moving, I mean, we did, we are talking about Embracer kind of closing studios. Netflix keeps buying studios as well. They have made their sixth studio acquisition. They have uh, purchased, was it, um, oh man, was it, why did I not, uh, Spry Fox. Yep. Uh, which are most well known for making Cozy Grove. That's that sort of like, you know, farming 
uh, Animal Crossing type game. Uh, they've also made Road Not Taken and Alpha Bear as well, like smaller games. Uh, look, it's cool for these small studios to get bought by Netflix if Netflix is going to be, you know, actually doing right by them. You know, I have seen the the gaming section of Netflix when I go on Netflix get bigger and bigger. It feels like they're making games, but don't know. Uh, I'm still not sold on the whole Netflix making. Yeah, like making games thing. I mean, Netflix should be devoted primarily to making TV shows, and they can barely even do that. Or making movies, and they yeah. Hey, they're they're in Sandman, and it's a great, but. Yeah, that was a little too long, also. But also, it's like, well, yeah, but you've also canceled like nine other other shows in the meantime. <laughs> yeah, they're they really need to have like a big hit or something that brings people in. Yeah, for that because so far it's kind of like okay, we dropped something on there, and then also it's like they don't really make announcements for when they're gonna drop games. Right. Yeah, it just feels like oh, it just appeared on the store, okay, and then nothing. Well, it always seems like an afterthought. Yeah. Like, which maybe like, once why... they do like their actual like original games, and they're not putting out games that already exist, perhaps. Yeah. But still, it's just interesting that they go uh, that route. Uh, I mean, you did mention Netflix and TV shows. Uh, another one of the biggest things to come out of this is, at Netflix this week is uh, Henry Cavill has stepped down from being Geralt in The Witcher, being replaced by Liam Hemsworth for season four. What a downgrade. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I understand you can't get Chris Hemsworth. Like, I believe me. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. But you can't even get Luke Hemsworth. And it's like, wow. Like, I mean, it's supposed that they apparently wanted Liam Hemsworth at first before. Henry uh, had signed up for the role, so... If, if that's I, serious, yeah. they're completely crazy. Because <laughs> it's like, what the fuck has Liam Hemsworth done? Like, been, like, one of the love interests in the Hunger Games? Like, who cares? <laughs> I mean, you don't have to have... You know, The Witcher could be your first, like, big hit as an actor. It doesn't necessarily mean that it, you have to be, like, a known actor to make that work. But I think what makes... Cavill, like such a great girl, is not only does he look the part as well, it's like he loves that series, he loves the books, the games. That, yeah, that, that was kind of the rumor is right. He had he gotten like too many arguments with like the producers about the, about the show, like right. veering too off from like the source material. I can see that, yeah. I mean, if you're passionate about something, you want to make sure it's true to the source material, and then he's having to fight them all the time about it. And they go, no, we want to make our own spin on that. And he's like, but that's not what the fans are going to want. Yeah. So I think, he, I think the problem with like Luke Hemsworth in this role is he's too young. Cause Henry Cavill is like seven years older than him. And he right. looks, he looks older. Like he looks more mature. Right. Like, and Gerald is older as well. Yeah. So it's not to say like, uh, Sorry, not Luke, Liam Hemsworth. Uh, yeah. I have to say, he looks like a little kid, but, you know, he obviously looks younger. Yeah, I mean, and, and we're further along in the story as well, where Geralt would be older. It's not not like, oh, it's the first season, and you're kind of doing a lot of his backstory or, or whatever. Like, So, 
it just sucks because a lot of people are tuning in. Like the Witcher has mass appeal. Yeah. And, and now you're people... taking that away. And there's a lot of people that are not going to watch now because you took uh, Mr. Cavill off. Yeah. I, that's what I, what, I, what I saw on Facebook when that happened. Oh, yeah. I saw it all over Twitter. Like, I'm not watching it now, you know? And it's like a lot of people were saying, oh, you should have just canceled it and said season three was the last season. And like, why are we even continuing this if you're going to change the main character? Like, how many shows have really gone to change the main character and then keep doing well? I mean, there have been a couple, uh, but they... Like, uh, obviously, are, aside from, like, Doctor Who and... Uh, uh, it, you know. It's usually not, not the main character. It's usually, like, the mom or, you know... Yeah, like, the, the the big supporting character or something like that, but not, like, the main, main character. Or right. it's something where, okay, the main character has died or yeah. has been killed in the script and then you move on to like oh people have now supported the the second character the right. psychic character whatever and you're willing to accept that now say robin can be the lead instead yeah. of batman like it's not all of a sudden like oh wait a minute we're we're telling this batman story and in the, and before we even get to like the climax oh bam batman's gone and you know, it's so. I guess we'll have to see if he plays a convincing uh, Geralt, but it's really going to disappoint a lot. Of people. I wonder how many people are not going to know anything about this. They're going to tune into season four and go, "What the hell happened here?" Yeah, so let's explain it. Like, oh, some magic affected him, and now he looks like this. Yeah, right. I can't. I'm going to be interesting how they even tell that story if they even mention it or. Do you remember this, an old, I mean, you're about my age. Remember how Power Rangers had a bunch of like knockoffs when it came out? Right, right. One of them was a show called uh, Big Bad Beetleborgs. I watched that. And they replaced, there were like three kids in the main role and they replaced one of them for season two. And the explanation was like their magical genie, one of his spells went wrong. So now this like girl transformed into like another girl. And that was it. Oh my god! I mean, they replaced the main action in Power Rangers too. Like you know, half the team left. You know, right? Exactly. Team. Yeah. But I mean, but to be fair, like that was once they changed like out of the main series, right? They was now no. Power Rangers something else. Okay. No, no, that was like midway through season two. Like, oh, okay, it, okay. Yeah. I mean, the, the, I guess the one example, but it, was, it wasn't the same character. It would be like Batwoman because Ruby Rose left after after season one, but it's not like the new actress took over her character. <laughs> like, Yeah, but I mean, are people really... I don't hear anybody talking about Batwoman. No, no, it got canceled. But it, lasted yeah, two it got canceled. Years, it, it did last two years, lit two years, or two seasons after. It's right. It's surprising, but... Yeah, um, it, it sucks to hear, obviously, but I mean, if it's you're not, watching that, yeah. It ain't out yet, but I know that it is had to replace the, uh, one of the main teenage sons on that Superman and Lois show. Yeah. Uh, because I think the actor like, kind of went crazy and decided not to go back. <laughs> <laughs> so that'll be interesting how they kind of, if they acknowledge it or if they just kind of sweep it under the rug and say, no, it's the same character, you know. <laughs> right. What will they wind up doing over there on Netflix? We shall uh, see for sure. So I uh, should have talked about this when we were talking about the other like, kind of newsy stuff from the financials, but EA also announced that they were 
extending their partnership with Marvel to at least three more games. Uh, we do know that they're, of course, making that Iron Man game that we talked about. And there were supposed to be three new action adventure games. There's a there was a rumor for a while about a Doctor Strange game, so I'm not sure if that's possibly one of them. We know that they're making that Black Panther game. I guess that would be one of them. Uh, So, I mean, what do you like? Let's say Black Panther is one of them. What do what would you want to see as the other? I guess is the third game. Uh. I don't know. I mean, I think, well, two things I'll point out. One is, I think we talked about this last time, or no, I did, about, like, the only good tech in that Anthem game was the flying around. <laughs> so, right, which they can Iron use Man, now for you know, Iron Man, yeah. Yeah. I think Marvel game or Marvel Comics, well, Avengers, I guess, because I'm going to do X-Men, uh, have a lot more humanity than, like, DC characters. Like, it's impossible to do like a Superman game apparently because no one can crack it. So I think right. like most most Marvel characters could slot into like a, an action game or a that type of game kind of no problem. Yeah, but I mean, you wouldn't have a preference to have one of them? Well, or? I know uh, Aubrey Plaza just got cast in that new Agatha TV show, so I don't have to be about her character. <laughs> uh, no, I, I think mean, it'd be cool no. if we could have like another Hulk game maybe. Sure. Yeah, or just how we make the old one. <laughs> yeah, they could do that as well. Um, we already have like that Captain America Black Panther game, so uh, my favorite is out. I think as far as having like his own solo game, even though he almost did have that uh, one game that got canceled. See, for me, I, I hate to say it, but it would actually be Iron Man because he seems like the most yeah. like fun character, to right? Control aside from like Spider Man, but we already got those. So exactly. Like I mean, I guess yeah. you could do like a uh, Black Widow game, have it be like a more spy focused game. Yeah. Or Hawkeye I mean, game. It, yeah. But I don't think I mean Captain America or Thor would be fine, but I think it'd be kind of boring. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's what I was kinda like I don't know. I mean Black Panther at least has like the interesting story and Well, it could swap uh, it could swap between like action and he, I mean, he's basically Batman without, you know. Right, yeah. He, can, you could have some stealth moments and then yeah. action sequences and everything. So, uh, there's that as well. Um, who knows when they're going to reveal that uh, third game? But I'm sure we'll see it. It's going to be a Howard the Duck game. <laughs> uh, why not? Right, we had a. Some of the people involved in this were involved in the Guardians of the Galaxy game, so. Right. Why not? Let's let's make it happen. <laughs> it it wouldn't be the the worst thing in the world, I guess, if you uh, do that. At least the CD project, you know, they might not be that happy about Henry Cavill stepping down from their lead series. But we're gonna get a remake of the first Witcher game. So that was the uh, the big third party studio one that supposedly. I or, mean, well, yeah. Technically, this is like the second remake because yeah. they already they already remade the game a little art in the first place. Yeah, so now I remember playing that game for the PC and oof, yeah, those controls. Let me tell you, <laughs> um, there is some cool things that they could definitely. It'd be cool. It'd be great to see this get rebuilt and get to play this series from the beginning again. Um, so I'm totally down with them doing this. I mean, would you be interested in? 
playing a remake of it really depends on like combat or you know the how it plays because yeah that first game was pretty gnarly even even the second one i mean i played and finished that one but it's twice issues i mean don't you like i you would think that they would make it more like witcher 3 right yeah but that's not i mean i don't need to be some hundred hour game either (laughs) like if they had the same story or the same scope as Witcher 1, they just looked better and played better than sure. But if they're like, oh, now there's 800 more monsters for you to go kill, go have at it. I'd be like, no, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Well, technically they did more. like a enhanced edition, I think it was. That's what so. I mean. That was like yeah. when I actually tried to fix it, and even that was still a little shaky. <laughs> yeah, it was not uh, yeah, the Because that was originally just a PC-only game, and they ported it to PC, or they, and they ported it to, to the Xbox, but it's like, ooh, man. Like, what? So you can play the first game on the Xbox? I didn't know that. Yeah, it is on the I Xbox, thought it was only the or, second game. Nope. Okay. Uh, but, but yeah, it's like, try, I mean, try playing that game. <laughs> like, no, I remember trying to play that game on PC. It, um, it, it looked good still yeah. for what it was, but, um, Man, those controls were something else. Like you had to click with the mouse to do to do moves, and then uh, did you have to move with the mouse too? Or I mean, it was uh, built using the old. Yeah. <coughs> sorry, it was built using the old Neverwinter Nights engine, and yeah. it's like that was that was a, a gnarly engine when it came out, and they're trying to right. bolt on this game. Like it's basically another type of game onto it. Like, good luck. <laughs> yeah. Not going to work there. But, I mean, if they do make it more like Witcher 3, I think a lot of people will be excited and happy about that. Yeah. So, that's... Uh, they can't get Henry Cavill to voice, voice Carol, though. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Maybe since it's the games, you know, and he'll know a lot of that lore, maybe he would. Yeah. You never know. Maybe, maybe. if uh, they they got some of that money laying around, right? You got, like, six freaking games in development right now for CD Projekt, so why not throw Henry Cavill some money to, All right. to do that? Uh, let's talk about some older, uh, old retro stuff here. Uh, once again, Sega's talking about another mini console. Uh, I remember we talked about this when the Mega Drive 2 was coming out, and they had talked about that the Saturn and Dreamcast parts were like going to be way too expensive but what would be kind of the point of making a mega drive 3 wouldn't you need to do something a little bit different i mean if you are going to make another kind of well, I know the, console i know the mega drive 2 one i mean yen's got his uh i know it's like super small so it'd be funny if the mega drive 3 was like even smaller because <laughs> the mega drive th- your hand the Sega genesis 3 model is like notoriously small like right it weighs nothing. Like if you have it, if you have it plugged in incorrectly, like the cord can flip it over. It's set like light. Wow. So if this thing, this thing was like the size, you know, had no weight to it. It was like the size of like, you know, a credit card or something, <laughs> or you know, goodness. Uh I mean, yeah, they don't have many consoles left to go through. <laughs> They're not going to release a yeah. master system, you know. <laughs> I mean, the master system is a. Is an option there, apparently. No, it's not. <laughs> I well, mean, I on, think... on this list, it is. 
Well, what's the list? I mean, so the list apparently that they do in this questionnaire is an SG one thousand, SG three thousand, the MK three Master System slash Master System Saturn Dreamcast Game Gear, or a third Mega Drive Mini. I mean, they did the Game Gear in Japan, and that was a disaster because <laughs> it was like the size of a Game Boy Micro. <laughs> yeah. I mean, realistically, the only two options are Saturn and Dreamcast. Uh, I would say Dreamcast because the Saturn's a shit show as far as like emulation. I mean, it, it kind of works now, but you need a pretty good computer to run it on. Yeah. And also the Saturn lineup, hey, it has like some games, I guess, but not like the Dreamcast. <laughs> right. The yeah, if they Dream- were going to do it, a Dreamcast would be awesome if they could. I mean, the problem with the Dreamcast I would see is, like, tech specs would probably be have to be higher, but right. also, like, storage. Yep. I mean, it would definitely be an expensive console. Like, Yeah, I mean, I, I, I can realistically see, like, a Dreamcast one being, like, 150 150 Okay. I uh, could see them probably having to charge, like, 200 for it. I would maybe. say 200 only if it had all four functional controller ports. Yeah, I mean, they yep. could do that. Just you yep. have to buy the other controllers. Yeah. Separate. But, like, what, like, uh, let's say, like, what are 10 games you'd want on Dreamcast one? I mean, it'd probably be Sonic oh, Adventure. Uh, right. You would do the Sonic Adventure games, Power Stone, Soul Calibur. Uh, Soul Calibur, yeah. Uh, I would say Crazy Taxi, but it'd it fuck up all the music, so not that. And probably not Jack on Radio <laughs> for the same reason. I mean, it would be awesome if you could get Jen Carvanio, but... Uh, what else? Uh, Marvel's Capcom, too. If they could get it, then sure. Uh, um, yeah, I just... I, Scars of Arcadia would be awesome if they could get it. I don't, but, I don't think you do Shenmue, just because of the size. you know. I don't think they would, because you had the remasters. Yeah. Like, that would be a total waste. Um, you know if they're not going to, if they're not going to remake Code Veronica, then yeah, but, uh, yeah. what they could do is just take out the names and just put NFL 2K on there. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. And then, and then play, and then people like, new, like, you know, kids today could play it and go like, wow, this is so much better than Madden. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, let's, why are you not, uh, playing this for, um, let me also say like Choo Choo Rocket. Choo uh, Rocket would be cool. And Space Channel 5. Yeah, Space Channel 5, I could definitely see them doing to this uh, Sega property. Yeah. Yeah, and maybe like Grandia or something to Grandia sure. 2. Yeah. I also see like San Francisco Rush 2049. Yeah, I gotta have a racing game in there. Uh, or or Daytona maybe Daytona. Yeah, yeah. Maybe Daytona. That's a problem also because of the uh, licensing. Yeah, I didn't think about that, but yes, you're right. Echo the Dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> well, they love having Echo the Dolphin and all these things, yeah. so that would not surprise me at all. They did it. It's one of their uh, most Inclu- beloved franchises. That like, I want to know how many people say they played that. Include a microphone and have put Seaman on there. <laughs> so good luck, fuckers. Oh <laughs> my god! I remember when that was supposed to be like a highlight of the freaking Dreamcast. Is that? Yeah. They can't. <laughs> they made two of them. That's you know. Yeah, the second, one the second one didn't come out in America for for damn good reason. But it's like, wow, you made another one of these. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, why? Um, I don't know. And, Dreamcast yeah. had, a, had a, I think it had a short 
but very good yes. lineup. The pro- I mean, the problem kind of is just the system power. Like, it's, you know, it's not going to be emulated that well. Or if it is, it's going to be expensive. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. That's what he was talking about. It's the parts to do that were going to be super expensive to the point where it would almost cost to you what it would cost <coughs> to get like a Dreamcast. I mean, a Dreamcast yeah. you can get a Dreamcast now for like a hundred bucks, <laughs> right? So you're gonna charge people what it would cost you to get uh, a class. You know, the classic Dreamcast would cost way more than would it get to get the actual Dreamcast. You know, the way it was originally. So. But I mean, yeah. look, at the, look at the uh, Mega Drive too. Like you can get a Sega Genesis for fifty bucks. Yeah, but that includes all those games on it, though. Like the same, yeah, but the same thing yeah. with the Dreamcast, you know, Mini. Like some of those Dreamcast games are expensive. <laughs> yes, very. So if you could get that in there to lessen the the expense of some of those games, that'd be pretty cool as well if they could do that. Yeah. Well, there's also this Lost 32-bit era FMV game that was found and released. Uh, yeah, I told Jens about this, and I was like, this is like going to be catnip to, catnip to you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a long list, a long lost erotic thriller uh, that was actually created by Sega um, called Sacred Pools. It was supposed to come out in 1997, but they chose to cancel it. When it came out with negative reception at E3 1996, uh, Gaming Alexandria has now found actual like shared downloadable prototypes, um, and it's there, I guess, for you to play on the PC. Or, uh, I well, there were four versions: the Mac version, PC, Saturn, and PlayStation. And I, for damn sure, downloaded the, P- the PlayStation and Windows one. <laughs> so you played it? No, I just downloaded it. I don't know how long it's going to be up, so I wanted to preserve. Yeah, you're like get my own copy real quick. You're like, let's. uh... I watched like there's like a five minute, like seven minute video online, like just I I see that, and holy hell, like it's crazy. (laughs) Yeah, this. um, I don't want to. I don't want to put it on the. It's not. It's not like AO. Like that. I know what you're thinking. Like it's like sexual, but it's really not. It's like the most like weird like like the earth gets destroyed and you like wake up in like a spaceship or something like, what the hell is going on yeah that's wow yeah it's like okay i love the fmv though <laughs> like the old fmv yeah sure. um yeah but it's 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 cool and hey like you know it's nice to find be able to find old unreleased games yeah that is cool that you can find those even <coughs> today i think i've told you so, about my uh development xbox that has like some unreleased game on it that no one's ever heard of before yeah you did tell us about that that's true okay yeah and starcraft ghosts as well, well i put that on i mean people know about yeah. that but like i showed this game off is called uh hard point or it's like it's some like invasion hostile intent i think is the name of it yeah but no like there's no information on it whatsoever and even like a youtube channel uh that has a, a fair amount of subscribers to it that talks about lost games. It's called uh, Hard for Gamers. Yeah. Or Hard for Games, sorry, not Hard for Gamers. Like, they're local to me. Like, I know one of the guys who runs it. And right. I showed him this video, and he's like, what the hell is this? <laughs> like, he's like, baffled by it. So, oh, damn. Well, there you go. You got uh 
Yeah, so, like, there's a ton of unreleased stuff that is kind of floating around out there. Like, a lot of it's going to get destroyed because preservation isn't, you know, people that think, yeah. think it's junk or they don't even know what the hell it is. Sometimes stuff gets saved. There's that, at least. Um, anything else you want to discuss here? Not as far as news goes. <laughs> well, what do you want to mention here? Go, go for it. No, no, I'm just fucking playing. Uh, I got a little further in Mario and Rabbids. I don't think I'll finish it, because it's long. Uh, but I did like it, and I reviewed it, and I gave it, I gave it a 9. Oh, like, oh, so you loved it then. That's good. Yeah. Uh, I played a little of that Hot Wheels Unleashed game. That was a PS Plus game from, like, last month. Yeah. And it How got, is that? It got good reviews, I think. Yeah, and I'm I'm kind of baffled because I played it and I was like, this is okay, I guess, but it's not that like, it's just not that much fun. And I kept going like off the track. Like you take a jump and I take it like badly and you just go like flying off the track. (laughs) And it's like, and then you like respawn, like, you know, I was in first place and I respawn and then I'm in like ninth. And I'm like, okay, that's not great. (laughs) I mean, I guess just to give you that realism of, when you would have control as a, oh yeah, as a also human, it's like, you know, it's full loot boxes, uh, which is like not great. And I got some like right. somehow I got some car that like blew everything else out, out of the water, like some like legendary car. I don't know how I got it. I just kind of showed up in my inventory like once the map opened up. I mean it was okay, but like it was, it was like track mania, but like worse. Like it didn't have power. Yeah. I didn't have power ups, or it wasn't like revolt or anything. So I was, I was like, I'd rather, I'd rather just play Revolt. <laughs> so you're doing racing, but it's not like it's not like a cart kind of game no. or whatever. It's okay. Yeah, there's no weapons. It's you have like a boost and that's it, and you refill that by like drifting, and that's that's really it. Unless like weapons are like later on, which I didn't get to. But there's no like red shell or missiles or anything. <laughs> but you, um, like, so what's the point of I guess the game? I get. There's like a city yeah. that you kind of just race, like they're like little pips on the map that you can like that are the different races. There's like a whole like weird garage system which I didn't really get into because it didn't explain like why I should. <laughs> right. Uh I mean I just kind of did it to like oh, I guess to unlock new cars, but like I got that one car that it was like five stars out of, out of almost every you know d- acceleration boost braking. So I'm like, why did I go to like this? POS card that just unlocked in this blind box and I could I just keep doing this thing. <laughs> oh, I picked up three games. Uh that I'll mention real quick. I picked up a copy a boxed copy of Eternal Darkness. Okay. I love uh, this Eternal Darkness. Yeah, it was a good deal. I got it for like ninety bucks. And it, it's complete and it came with a memory card, which is which is pretty good. And I picked up a copy of Sweet in one and two. I thought you had Sweet in uh, two. I did, but I sold it. Because the manual was like kind of fucked up. Oh, okay. uh, the first two pages and the last two pages were bootleg or like reproduction. Oof, that's and it. one of the pages inside was like copied incorrectly. It went from like page twenty five to twenty six to twenty six to twenty eight. Yeah, it's like uh, where's twenty seven? <laughs> like oh, we're missing it here. Yeah, they ripped it out. So I picked up that and my sweeping in one copy. It was uh. I had a copy of Sweeping in one also. That game came in a two-disc game case for no reason. 
because it's only one disc. Right. God knows why they did that. But I guess some people like put it in a one game disc case, like after the fact. And my copy was like that. And I was like, I don't, I'd rather just have like the real copy, you know, real copy. So yeah, I basically sold my copy and bought the other one. (laughs) Well, that's still not a bad price, you know? So yeah, speaking of one was 80 bucks and speaking of two was 300. Damn. I, I didn't pay that. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Not. I got some nice trade-ins for that, so I was I was very happy. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, um, next week I get got a war. <laughs> yep, me as well. I already got it pre-ordered, so both of us will definitely be talking about that. Not on the next show because that will be on Monday going into Tuesday. So it'll be the day before God of War uh, yeah, comes out. But the reviews are hitting for that tomorrow, though. Yeah, so we'll definitely get to talk about, I guess, like the what the review scene is like for that. I haven't been playing really anything because I've had to be helping my girlfriend move, so um, just having to do a lot of that. You've been playing boxing in the sequel, unboxing. <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, I played a little bit of that, um, probably about an hour of that uh, Resident Evil DLC. Actually, yeah. now that I remember, um, <laughs> it's in third person. So if you're not a big fan of the wanting to play the game in third person, you wanted to keep it in the FPS mode, uh, you're out of luck there. Uh, I've only gone, apparently that you visit three of the four locales again. Okay. Um, I've only gotten through the part with the castle. Yeah. Um, It was cool getting to go through there again. Um, The main character, the main villains that you fight are the mold looking things from Resident Evil 7. Oh, okay. So, uh, and they're really spongy. So there's, there's that. Um, I got to the part where you first start getting to use her powers where she like freezes them, which is kind of cool. And apparently the merchant plays a bigger role in this one if you can't tell from the trailer. So, there's yeah. that um, as well. So I'll probably get to finish that this week and then get to get on keep playing first God of War and first Plague Tale, see how far I can get for that God of War Ragnarok comes out. And we'll both uh, be playing it for sure. Speaking of games that are going to be coming out before next time we do the show, uh, one that I'm been sort of excited about Harvestella comes out uh, the next day after this comes out. So definitely you should go check out some Harvestella. I really like the demo. I'll probably get that at some point before the year ends just because I did enjoy it that much. Um, Ghost Song comes out on Game Pass today. So that's a two-day much sci-fi like Metroidvania. So... Um, you that like Metroidvania's mark, maybe one to look out for, uh, for sure. You have the, um, what is it? Uh, the two Mario parties are out on Switch, uh, Mario Party 1 and 2. So if you wanted to play that, and then Iron Man VR comes out on the Oculus. So if you haven't played Iron Man VR, you can. Oh, I guess that, uh, uh Shatter game, Shatter Remastered came out. Yes, that as well. That, uh, came out, and then the other stuff will be out. By the time we do the show next week, um, or not, not by the time we get, so when we do the next show, 
Uh, they'll be coming out that week. The Football Manager 2023, Sifu, Sonic Frontiers, uh, Arc Dinosaur Discovery coming to the Switch, and God of War Ragnarok, of course. Yeah. And then Among Us is even hitting VR. So if it hadn't been on everything else, it's apparently going to go to VR as well. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, some good things coming out pretty quickly here. So, especially if you're interested in both Sonic and God of War, I guess get ready for the, that uh, wallet. It's going to get cash strapped pretty quick there. You looking forward to Sonic at all uh, now that you've seen It'd be nice, but I got a feeling, I think the open world stuff is going to be more or less okay, but yeah. I got a bad feeling about those like cyberspace stages. Also, knowing your luck, if a code comes in, it'll be for Xbox. Yeah, that, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's but always yeah, like, your I luck, think I feel like. 401 gets like any like Sony codes. <laughs> I think, yeah, it's Xbox is so much easier to... Also, you don't have to worry about regions for Xbox, so I think that might be another reason why it's so much easier to yeah. uh, do as well. So, that being said, I think... Unless, you know, you have anything else you want to mention? Nope. All right. So that'll be it for the show this week. Remember, if you like what you heard or watched, uh, you can subscribe wherever it is that you are watching or listening to us, whether it's on YouTube, W10 Network, on Twitch, W10 Network as well. Uh, we have an Instagram, W10 Network as well. So you can check us out on there. We have uh, all the different socials. And, of course, you can go listen to us on podcast one. Uh, to go rate, review, and subscribe. That helps us a lot. Uh, you know, let more people be able to check us out. And of course, uh, make sure you uh, keep checking out 411, Last Word on Gaming, W10Net, and everything else that we do. Uh, let's go subscribe to whole W10Number to get, you know, those Rallis folks, Todd the Kiki, MMA for Marks, everything else. And we'll see you here next week. Later, Bye. everybody.